1: And welcome to tonight's Andrea K. Show. It is Friday. Woo! It's Friday night. Woo, it is. I am so glad it's Friday night. I'm so glad I get a chance to uh, be here and... Uh, this beautiful town of san diego and enjoy thank thank you jesus and enjoy some of this the most beautiful if you haven't been to san diego if you're one of my peeps listening to me from around the country you haven't been here uh come here and spend a little time here it truly is one of the most beautiful places in the country and i feel blessed to be here i wanted to start the show with that positivity before i get into my usual rant because it is crazy out there y'all it is just nuts Um, but you know, I get to, like I always say, I get to come in here and share this time with you guys and it just perks me right up. Makes me happy. It's like every day is Friday. Every meal is a banquet. Every day is a parade. Hey, 888-344-1170. Uh, give me a call. Let me know if you, if you want to call in who your hero of the week is or stink of the week. I always pose that question out there on Facebook. I don't think there's ever been a tougher week to figure out Who the biggest stink is and where the heroes are. We're lacking in heroes because real heroes this week would be those that are standing up against the tyranny, the bullying, the fascism and the destruction going on all across this country. They'd be standing up against it. They would be courageous. They wouldn't be cowards. Uh, you can also just call in and say, since it's Friday, we like to talk about what fun we're going to have over the weekend. Y'all will see pictures of me at my beach. Uh, you feel free to call in and tell us uh, what fun things you might be partaking in this weekend. We've got that it's Friday. So that means that in addition to Hero of the Week and Stink of the Week and Friday Fun Day, we got our buddy Bob Walters back with us. I, would We might be a, in a different place today. Had we had more people like Bob Walters paying attention to what was going on in our schools and what was being taught, would we be having this entire community in Seattle taken over by a bunch of pajama boy terrorists that are products? You look at what's going on across this country right now, and it is largely the product of our school system and our mainstream media in combination with the Hollywood entertainment industry. That's really what we're seeing play out here. So Bob's going to be here with this latest on education. And of course, the man who joins me every night now, hanging out with me. Always great to hear his perspective and to answer your phone calls, help with the booking guest, just always get me into good spirits. It's my buddy. It's DJ Potato Skins. We need a leader that can bring back our potatoes with your love and your devotion. And with
0: your drive, we are going to keep on working. We are going to keep on fighting. And we are going to keep on winning, winning,
2: winning. DJ Potato Skins. DJ Potato Skins. And now at the end of the week, I'm still standing by Donald Trump. I hope he really takes uh, the advice of one of our guests and looks in the mirror and says, you know what? I got to find out who's loyal to me and we got to do this.
1: Yeah. Yeah. Absolutely. Um, I'm, as I'm watching the monitors, I guess there was protesters marching through La Jolla today. What a, a, really? Why La Jolla? I'm glad I'm glad y'all got it out of your systems today because that's where I'm going to be at the beach tomorrow. And don't be don't be interfering with my ability to get to my, my little secret spot. You don't want to cross and, Andrea like no, that. No, you don't. You don't want to be getting in the way of me in a good time at the beach. <laughs> um, let me ask you guys a question. By the oh, Here's a question for y'all. Before I get into the topics of the day, how many, who, who wants to bet that the, the, the most favorite boy name of what the most favorite boy name is going to be going forward for the next three years? What do you think it's going to be, Tater Skins?
2: Not Donald.
1: Might it be Chaz.
2: Oh, I hadn't even <laughs> thought about that. I I can't stand that even more. No, please, no. Tell me it ain't so.
1: <laughs> oh, I guarantee it. That's going to be the most popular name. No, well, the second most popular name. The most popular name, I think, for boys in this country, uh, at least recent years, was Muhammad. We've got. Uh, well, I'll tell you
2: what. If I had somehow in the next couple of years end up randomly having another child, I'm naming him Don or Donald. There you go. Bank a a
1: powerful name. Not any, It. You know. I know that Chaz is an acronym. It's based on you know Capitol Hill autonomy zone or whatever it is but isn't Chaz actually the perfect guy name for that it's so it's so really is it it is it's It's, very fitting it is it's not it's not a name of of power of of the kind of leaders what this the kind of men that this country was founded on and yeah i said founded on men yeah i know the women I, i i'm gonna get some hate mail from that Aren't I, Tater Skins? Because I said this country was founded on men. Yes, women helped out a lot. But, you know, our our founders who were the brilliant men behind the documents and this amazing system that we have here, uh, the greatest system of governance in the world. They're going around talking systemic racism, systemic racism. They got to get that word out there when the reality is. Yeah, see, I saw on the monitors that uh, the, the largest majority of Americans ever agree that there's systemic racism. That's because you're not telling them you're lying. With the media, like I said, with the media, the entertainment industry, and our schools scrubbing history and lying to the American people all day, every day. Of course, Americans are going to believe that. What On, on my th-
2: weekend show, Andrea, we were actually just talking about that very same fact today. Why would you ever want to erase the history of what has made us great? Even if we learn from our mistakes, that makes no sense.
1: Well, it's it's a very strategic, I at plan, and it's not, but it's not a new one. Because what you need to do in order to 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 uh, transform nobody nobody dared to ask, especially John McCain, what Obama meant when he said he wanted to transform this country. Well, they want to transform it from a free republic of states to their centralized system of power, their marxist utopia, and the only way that you can get that over on Americans is to remove history from the school books, take it out altogether, stop teaching American exceptionalism, replace it with anti american anti-Americanism anti-capitalism, pro-socialism in other words you've got to indoctrinate the kids and so um, by scrubbing history and attacking history you divorce people from the American people from their history then you replace it with your pro-Marxist ideology you also at the same time you have a cultural revolution that takes place to where um, children are taught that there is no right or wrong every kid gets a trophy and that the that the government government owes you an outcome versus opportunity and um, that there should be, everybody should have the same outcome in life and that should be that everybody's life should be, you know, grand and grandiose like the Kardashians and um, as well as the fact that you remove God from society, you devalue life through abortion and it's just a petri dish of toxicity. I thought Dennis Prager said something brilliant today. Well, he says something brilliant every day. He's such an amazing philosopher. One of the things he said, Said, which I'm surprised he's not trending on Twitter and getting attacked for. He said, he said, here's a riddle. I didn't say this Dennis Prager did. He, here's a riddle. What is a happy black person? Potato skins.
2: Oh, wow. I mean, that kind of caught me flat footed uh, offhand. I don't have an answer. I would just say somebody that enjoys the freedoms that this country has to offer and loves his neighbor. Bingo.
1: And what is that? Conservatism. Exactly. It's about individual liberty, individual freedom, and loving other people. It's not, a it's sense not of, hard. It's not hard It's not a sense of entitlement. It's not coming from a place of, of feeling aggrieved and yammering and, and complaining all day long about being a victim and then expecting somebody to, to give you something to make up for what you feel like is lacking in your life.
2: You know, and if you really pay attention out there, and I know you do, Andrea, but if you really pay attention and people didn't watch the mainstream media, there are so many black people that are standing up and saying, you know what? These are the things that I base my views on society with. I love my neighbor. I have had success because of America.
1: Yeah. You know, it's galling to me to see Oprah Winfrey at one time, the most wealthy woman, maybe not in the world, but certainly in America, who could only rise to that level of success and wealth in the United States of America, only country in the world. In which some little, uh, you know, impoverished minority girl from some little podunk town in Mississippi could rise to that kind of level. It's only in the United States of America because talent aside doesn't get you there. There must be a capitalist system that is blind. To, to, to racism in order for that little African-American girl who grew up feeling so ugly, uh, you know, could end up rising to the level of success She only happened in America. And she's doing this anti-American. And, of course, she learned it at Reverend Wright's knee, just like Barack Obama did. But let me ask you guys this question before we take a break. What is what do Chaz, the shutdowns, the tearing down of monuments, taxes? The riots, no bail, uh, a no bail policy for criminals, uh, the decriminalization of crime below five hundred dollars, and the lawsuit that took place in California, where I think it was Moms Without Homes was, was the name of the organization that filed the lawsuit. What do all those things have in common? You see a common thread there. It jumped out at me today. What all those things had in common?
2: Pre-planned.
1: The wholesale theft of property that belongs to somebody else.
2: Good. That's very good.
1: And it struck me. It may seem like so simple, such a simple concept and such a simple common thread. But you think about that for a moment. All the different ways in which the Democrats are stealing, destroying, seizing, feel entitled to take, demanding, destroying out of a sense of entitlement and agreement and and grievance. And I'm not hearing any Republicans really pushing back against it. We're going to get into this a little bit when we come back from the break. And I'm going to talk, go through each one and talk about what it what they have in common and why it's so important. And then we're going to talk about um, our friend, Brittany Hughes wrote a great piece. And for MRC TV listing all the demands from black lives matter. Way do you get a load of this? Get your checkbook handy. Get ready, hand over some property.
0: Be sure to follow Andrea Kay on Twitter at Andrea Kay Show and follow her on Facebook and like her fan page at Andrea Kay. Spelled K A Y E. The Answer San Diego streaming now on tunein.com and radio.com.
2: A.K. Dynamite and Address or just Andrea K. Whatever you call her, don't call her fake news. It's The Andrea K Show on The Answer San Diego.
1: Welcome back. Tonight's Andrea K. Show, 888 344 Do you have a Friday Funday idea? Uh, do you have a suggestion nominee for Hero of the Week and Stink of the Week? I don't I don't have my hero in my mind yet. Um, I, funny,
2: you asked me right away. I instantly thought of a moment on one of the shows this week, and I had my hero.
1: Oh, good. Okay. I I, you, I may just rely on... on uh, potato skins at that point. I got a whole lot of stinks, though. Uh, 888-344-1170. Bob Walters will be with us next. Um, okay, so before the break, I was asking, what do all these different things have in common from Chaz? The shutdowns, the tearing down of monuments, income taxes, uh, no bail for criminals, the decriminalization of, of theft, like if you're stealing $500 worth of merchandise or below. What does it have to do with the Moms Without Homes lawsuit in California? It all has to do with the fact that the Democrat Party has launched a movement against our property rights. And it began, just like everything, it's a slow creep. It starts with the, it started with the income tax. I
2: heard this floating around for a while. There's a lot of people concerned.
1: Well, well, yeah, I, I, I hadn't really heard anybody else connect the dots with all these movements. But My you, uncle's
2: in real estate, so he pays attention to all this stuff.
1: Well, you know... Um, I'm, it, it, it was bound to reach, to continue to get to this point because the Democrats, it never stops. Like they started with income tax, right? Where, where, why, why are we paying income tax? It's nothing but an income redistribution scheme. That's They're right. taking, they are literally taking our private property from us. And the attitude that the Democrats have about our property, our real property, our personal property, Keith Ellison said, look, we don't have a, a we don't have a, a debt problem in this country. There's enough money out there. We just haven't gone and taken enough money from the people. So their mindset, starting with the taxes, income taxes, is that you don't know, you don't own any property, that it's the governments, it's the, it's, it's your, the communities.
2: Sounds like the communism it's, to me.
1: Exactly that they that they're just any property that you have in your possession right now. They've just been nice enough to let you keep it. Look at all the look at all the different types of property that the Democrats right now are in the process of stealing, seizing, or destroying of other people's property. Chaz the streets, an entire neighborhood, and then they're going around extorting people, demanding money. It's uh, and uh, Nigel Farage lost lost his job because he said that it was no different than the Taliban or the mob. That's exactly what this is. Uh, the shutdowns. The wholesale governments, state and local and national level, shutting down businesses to tell a business that they are no longer allowed to operate. You're you're no longer allowed to go to your go to your work. Is the government seizing someone's property? An entity, a business entity, is someone's property. They have many many small business owners literally have take second mortgages out on their home, and that's how they fund. They take out personal loans. That is their personal property that has been seized from them. Taxes we've talked about, no bail. We got rapists and murderers, people being arrested for all kinds of of assault crimes that are being uh, let out on the streets for no bail or let out because of coronavirus. So what property is at stake there? Well, they could come and steal from you. Or how about taking your, how about your safety? How about your body being jeopardized? Um, The $500, they're not going to arrest anybody for stealing $500 below. So you're a shop owner. You're a retail outlet. Your merchandise. Somebody's free to just come in and steal it. And they've already said they're not going to prosecute people for it. Uh, and then the latest today is um, Black Lives Matter. I'm going to read their list of demands in a moment. but It's a long list. Before I get to that, Bill Gates and his wife now have potato skins. Are you ready for this? What's the next property they're going to seize? They're now saying that black people should be vaccinated first. So when there's a coronavirus vaccine, that needs to go to black people first. I wish I could see potato skins the look on his face right now.
2: I'm basically squinting and silently yeah. laughing out loud. Yeah. Bill Gates never ceases to amaze me. He, he the most deplorable human on this planet. And yes, I said it.
1: Uh, the the blatant anti-white discrimination in this country, there's systemic racism and you're not allowed to say it because what else is the other property that is being taken from people right now? Their jobs and their livelihoods, if they dare to speak a different opinion, whether it is Tucker Carlson right now, he's had sponsors pulled because he, he basically said the Black Lives Matter. Uh, was I can't remember how he how he phrased it, but basically he said that they're you know they're destructive. They're you know you know that this is not a legitimate Black Lives Matter movement, or they would care about the David Dorns. They would care about the lives lost in Chicago. He so he dared to speak the truth, and now they're going after his sponsors. We can we can sit here and list all the people that are losing their. We've, Bob Walters is going to be here in a minute to talk about the growing list of professors and schools and colleges that are losing their jobs or being threatened to lose their jobs. If they're saying things that people don't like, we've got uh, more and more every day we're hearing more and more actors and people like uh, Stasi Schroeder and different celebrities and, you know, people going back and looking things that people were fine with three years ago. Now, suddenly they're losing their jobs and their livelihood. But like but, you
2: said, Andrea, if if we don't stand up now, no, no matter what the risk might be, there's no standing up later.
1: Well, who's and who's standing up? There is nobody defending. where uh, who's defending these professors? Many of which are liberal people that are now under the gun or the or the publisher out of, out of Pennsylvania, who is a far left dude for 30 years, or Lisa Vanderpump, who's a far left activist in L.A. whose business was was defaced. Nobody's standing up for anybody right now. And, and President Trump, it, nobody's standing up for him either. He's he's not cow. alone. He's completely alone. He's not. He's not attacking people. There's not a racist bone in his body. There's not one aspect of his career. Nobody can. This is a man who was given the NAACP award in New York City, but now he's considered a racist because the new definition of racism is that it's not enough to have never shown any sign of racism, to have never had an action of racism in your life. Now it's that if you're not willing to capitulate to their list of demands, you're done. You are now considered a racist. So here's BLM's list of demands. This is from an article uh, from MRC TV. Our friend uh, Brittany Hughes, which is at Real Brittany Hughes. Brit Hughes. Um, first, uh, and uh, and these are in quotes here. And th- this is the language of the BLM leader. By the way, this isn't me or Brittany. White people, if you don't, this is uh, number one. Uh, demand white people if you don't have any descendants will your property to a black or brown family when did brown people get into this i, I don't understand last night we talked about the pride lbgt community getting in on it now black lives about black lives Andrew. yeah it, when did it become about brown lives this is such obvious exploitation uh you know uh, talk about thugs talk about extortion talk about terrorism Um, so if you, if you don't have any descendants, will your property to a black or brown family, preferably one that lives in generational poverty, but I guess it's okay if you want to give one to a wealthy black person, like maybe Oprah. Uh, number two, white people, if you're inheriting property that you intend to sell upon acceptance, give it to a black or brown family. Um, so I guess, I guess they're supposed to still pay the estate tax on that. You are bound to make that money in some other white privileged way. Three, if you are a developer or realty owner, I think she means real estate, of of multifamily housing, build a sustainable complex in a black or brown blighted neighborhood and let black and brown people live in it for free. Uh, white people, if you can afford to downsize, give up the home you own to a black or brown family, preferably a family from generational poverty. But again, they're not opposed to you giving money to black people that are doing quite well in this country because we have a lot of black people doing quite well in this country. White people, if any of the people you intend to leave your property to are racist blanks. Change the will and will your property to a black or brown family, preferably a family from generational property. Number six, white people. Rebudget your monthly so you can donate to black funds for land purchasing. White people. Number seven, especially white women, because this y'all specialty Maybe I need to say it the way the way uh, they would say they would say this on Real Housewives of Atlanta, which is my, one of my favorite reality shows.
2: You didn't do it, Andrea.
1: White people, especially white women, because this is you alls specialty. Nosy Jenny and meddling Kathy get a racist fired. Y'all know what the blank they be saying. You are complicit when you ignore them. Get your boss fired because they racist too. Number eight, backing up number seven. This should be easy, but all those sheetless clan Nazis, and other small blank white men will all be returning to work. Get they blank fired. Call the police even. They look suspicious. Number nine. Okay, backing up number eight. If any white person at your work or as you enter into spaces and you overhear a white person praising the actions from yesterday, I don't know what that's in reference to. First, get a pick. Get their name and more info. Uh, blank. Find out where they work. Get them fired. Uh, number 10, commit to two things, fighting white supremacy where and how you can. This doesn't mean taking up knitting because you're making scarves for black and brown kids in need and funding black and brown people and their work. Uh, any in, any of these inspiring you, Potato Skins? Which the one only of these thing you I, I want
2: to do right now is take a break because I'm thoroughly disgusted. Yeah. I, I really have no, no words behind these ludicrous demands.
1: Well, this is what this is what's been when you when you are a generation of having been told that if you've got any any difficulty in your life, you're not living in a twenty thousand square foot home in Calabasas or Hidden Hills like the Kardashians. It's all the fault of the Republican Party. It's all the fault of you know America and you did, and any any white person who has anything of value or has a great life, they didn't earn it. And even if they did earn it, was a self made man. Um, they got it because of the color of their skin. And what I don't understand is and what it doesn't make any sense because you know uh, why aren't they going to oprah and saying hey uh, hey girl you made it here how'd you do it and since you made it here maybe you should share some of that with us but no this is a racist movement against white people. And the goal is subjugation of white people. And yeah, there I said it. And if anybody wants to come after me, you come after me. Because let me tell you, I am not going to knuckle under. I am not going to be kissing anybody's feet. This is not a systemically racist country. I grew up the daughter of two Marines. And my parents joined the Marines because they grew up in extreme poverty. And it was a way to get three meals a day. Okay, And it was easier. Go, basic, Basic training for my parents was easier than the conditions they grew up in and the only thing that i knew that that, uh, that i had i w- was opportunity in this country
2: you know, I was speaking to a pastor today, Andrea, and there's, a, you know, he came from Ireland. His family came from Ireland, and they've seen so much diversity in this country and felt so accepted by all races. And you know what? He he put a, the nail on the head today. You're going to see pockets of racism in every area of the nation because humans are, you know, it's our sinful nature. That's just the way we are. And you're going to find that more than just in in America, but as a nation as a whole, we've come such a long way. And racism is not a problem. I'm sorry.
1: Well, it's not. It, there, there's. I and I post this out. There, there's no. If you are listening to me right now, I defy you to call in and tell me what opportunity I had that you don't have as a minority. What right do I have that you don't have? In fact I dare you to call in because I could sit here right now and give all the different uh, the different advantages that people of color have right now over others in this country. There is not systemic racism in this country. There is individual racism. There is individual hate. Just like there is hate from men who end up beating and murdering their wives. Just like there's pedophilia and, and people who hate kids and, and, and murder kids. We had that couple out of Idaho. The woman was accused of abandoning your kids the the bodies were found buried that crazy apocalyptic cult people you know there's evil in this world and it can't be legislated away and and i'm disgusted with the exploitation of one act from a man a cop in minneapolis that now based upon that the people are that 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 look at the people losing their jobs
2: all white people are just like him
1: yeah that's racist Anyway, we're going to take a break. We come back. Speaking of schools, we got our buddy Bob Walters is going to be here. Then a little bit later, we got Hear of the Week and Stink of the Week. And somebody actually just tweeted to me a good Friday, uh, um, fun day, weekend idea. So stay tuned. We're Andrew Kasher coming on.
0: Andrea K. Follow her on Twitter at Andrea K. Show and like her Facebook fan page at Andrea K. Kay. Spelled K A Y E.
2: Andrea K. Bringing the world a much-needed reality check. You're listening to the Andrea K. Show on the Answer San Diego.
1: Welcome back to tonight's Andrea K. Show. Here of the week and stink of the week and Friday Fun Day coming up. Now it's our time for our Friday segment with. Uh, I need to add him to, uh, he's been here of the week before when and you know, I was talking about this at the top of the show. Would we be in the situation we're in right now if we had more people like Bob Walters paying attention to what's going on in our schools and our curriculums? because what's happening in this country right now is a product of largely a product of the left seizing our school systems and indoctrinating kids into hating this country, into hating capitalism, into wanting a, a Marxist socialist system. The schools first and then in combination with the media and the entertainment industry. And so uh, the segments that I do with Bob every week have become even more and more and more important to me and to the listeners. And he joins me now. Hey, Bob Walters, welcome back to the show. Thanks. Good to be here. Um
3: A refuge from the chaos around the world.
1: <laughs> well, it, 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 well, it's kind of a refuge. It's fun for me to have you here, except that we got We got to be straight up with people about what's happening out there yeah. and uh, with the schools, and it's at every level of the schools. Bob's got topics tonight, starting with four-year-olds, going all the way up through the colleges. So kick us off, my friend.
3: Well, I've got good news to start with, so oh, you can a smile on your face at least. A, a number of conservative people in Washington State, which has just passed the law sex education like we have here in California, forced and mandatory without notice to the parents. Anyway, they got together and they got 266,000 signatures. And now that new law is going to be on the ballot in November. Oh, good. It shows that something can be done if people really get up and do something. So that's one good news I got. Now let's cover some of the other things going on, which will <laughs> give you some focus on what else we need to be doing.
2: Okay.
3: And this is in the uh, U- University of California in San Diego. The students are demanding passing grades because of the George, George Floyd protest. It says, please do not force students that are paralyzed by the current events to disengage their involvement and to take exams for the final uh, passage of this semester. And so they're demanding that everybody's got a passing grade, whether they deserve one or not, which is kind of ludicrous. But Well,
1: what it is, is communism. Yeah. It is. You know, it's communism, which and it reminds me of union shops, which are largely little communist societies, to where it doesn't matter what your work ethic is. It doesn't matter. There's no point of ambition. Everybody gets the same pay. And here, you know, just go, go ahead and give everybody a passing grade, regardless of effort. And, but you know, it's, and it's, I would so be so— would
3: somebody want to try extra hard? Right.
1: Sure. What's the point? You know, what's, it, what's the point of effort? So so what's the point of even going to school? What's, why would anybody or any parent pay the amount of money that people are paying to go to school if you're not going to be tested to ensure that you're actually learning something? This is insane to me.
3: It's a little different question with UCLA. The professor there has been put on leave after he refused to cancel final exams in his classes. Uh, for the black students, not for all students, but just the black students.
1: Well, it's just it's it's another example of how this movement is not about equality. This movement movement is about superiority for one for one aspect of our country and our society under the under the guise that they've been mistreated. You know, George, how what George Floyd's death, which was criminal, has to do with somebody how that gets translated into people thinking they should, you know, not have to take a test is just absolutely beyond me.
3: Yeah, get a free ride. Right. Well, another thing that's gone on, even in England, this shows you this, this problem we got with education and the indoctrination going on. Winston Churchill is now being demonized in the new history books put out in the schools in England, brainwashing the students into thinking he was a war criminal, that he had a hand in creating World War II. It's just pathetic. I mean, he he helped save the country and led the forces that defeated the Germans in that war
1: well they, they, well yeah I mean it, the, we talked about this at the out of at the top of the show you know the tearing down of the monuments and it's yeah. the, it's the same it's the same global plan you know to, to uh, run down tear down uh, demonize the the forces for good historically and and try to convince up-and-coming generations that what was a force for good was actually evil and in order to indoctrinate people into wanting basically the same system that was involved in Germany. Antifa, actually, you were the one who sent me the email with the history of Antifa, which was actually born out of uh, Russian forces in Germany at the time. Everything that is going on right now is is duplicative of the crap that went on back in the day involved with communism, involved with Nazism. The very systems that we defeated and saved the world from are the ones that the left are trying to install in our country right now. And one of the ways they're trying to do it is by taking history out and, and replacing it with their indoctrination.
3: Yeah, this is a growing effort to try to get rid of the Washington Monument and the Jefferson Memorial because they were both slave owners. Therefore, they should be removed from any dot in our history. It's just tearing down our history and our background and our, the reasons that America is a great country. They just hate America is what it comes down to. Then I got another one. A Harvard professor, she wants to ban homeschooling is trying to get a effort going with the Democrats in Congress because it's authoritarian. <laughs> <laughs> it's unbelievable. The issue is, do we think parents should have 24-7 essential authorization, authoritarian control over their children from ages 0 to 18? I think that's dangerous, she says. I always think it's dangerous to have put powerful people in charge of powerless people. We need to terminate all homeschooling and force the children to go to public schools. Well so
1: that that's 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 100%. the kind of language that makes me crazy. I, it's yeah. so obvious that they, they what they want to do is swap power for power. They want to take power away from the parents and and give it in the hands of these teachers unions and these little commies. And um, they, they know that the threat to their indoctrination is parents having control over the minds of the kids. But Black Lives Matter, by the way, has on their website or did that it is, is it is important that children be raised by the community, the old "it takes a village" thing, because this is really critical. This just, listen up. This proves. That why we do these segments here. That the education system that is the battleground. That's where the war is taking place, and that's where they have seized already enough ground in this country, and where they plan to finish us off is through the schools. I have a, I have a family member who said that they. Um, you look at what's going on with these shutdowns and these new uh, you know rules and in, in schools with masks and distancing and all this kind of stuff. I'm hearing from more and more people that they're just going to continue homeschooling. So I'm not surprised that this yeah, that
3: uh, they don't they don't want anybody left out of the indoctrination system. Exactly. <laughs> what else? You got? And then Elko County Schools, a quick one for you, they have uh, just passed, and that's a fairly rural area up in uh, Nevada, to show you how extensive this left-wing control of the education yeah, is.
1: Yeah, I didn't even know where Elko passed. was. <laughs> Elko, County. <Yeah. laughs>
3: Elko County. Okay. And uh, school district up in Nevada. They want. They just passed a regulation requiring or allowing biological males to have access to locker rooms, restrooms of female students of all grades. That this would, and no notification to the parents, and also when they do overnight trips, the women, or the men can stay with the women on those in the same room on those overnight trips that the school might be having somewhere around. Oh
1: the my God! What is the what is the justification for that? Well, they're saying it eliminate bullying. And <laughs> eliminate bullying. Oh, let's put teenage boys in the same room with teenage girls. That, what, yeah. what could possibly go wrong with that?
3: I know. It just, where do you draw the line with this stuff?
1: Jeez. Oh, my gosh. People, please keep your kids out of these public schools.
3: I know. Well, then you got the United Nations uh, World Health Organization, which you've all heard of. They uh, are pushing for uh, sex education to be transferred and 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 fondered in all the school districts in the United States. And they want to start at age 4 teaching them all of the aspects of uh, oral and anal sex and how to how to say no or how to give gender approval. It's just what? 4-year-old? I don't know what that means and it pushes it also says homosexuality or masturbation is is good and they need to be taught that this is not to be
1: ashamed of. And this is for 4-year-old wow. kids. That is just, that's sexual abuse. That is pedophilia. If you're a teacher, yeah. if you're a teacher and you think that it's okay for you to stand up and talk about that, that kind of gra- graphic sexual stuff with four-year-olds, you're a pervert, okay? Uh, Potato Skins has a question for you. He says he heard that uh, the guy, that Newsom here is trying to make it harder to be lawfully able to uh, be homeschooled. Do you, have you heard about Newsom trying to get in on this anti-homeschool deal? Yeah,
3: he is, and he's also uh, working on a effort to eliminate uh, the discrimination, uh, equal treatment law in California that was passed by the voters uh, five, six years ago, where they want to eliminate the ability to have everybody treated equally in the schools and admission and jobs, and they want preferential treatment re-resurrected in California, along with the sex education game plan and eliminating the homeschooling and charter schools. Wow. I, I don't I don't know. There's so many battles in so many different directions. It makes yeah, your head spin. it's
1: overwhelming. And it just goes to show that the left, uh, they uh, they will not stop. It is all day, every day, 24 hours a day, every aspect of our lives. And there is not one aspect where they are not looking to see how they can they can force uh, their ideology on us as. Uh, and then they want to tell us they want to have a conversation. No, they don't want a conversation with us about, about race, Bob Walters. Their idea of a conversation no. with us about race or LBGT or any of the, really any of the, uh, the cultural issues no. it, it is, it's kind of like us in an interrogation room with a light bulb and we haven't been allowed any food or water in three days and we're strapped to a chair, uh, as they try to bully us into a confession for a crime we didn't commit. That's their idea of a, of a conversation. Anyway, Bob Walters. I know
3: it's pathetic, I've, and I hope someday somebody rises to the surface. I wish I had the time; busy yeah. trying to run a business and take care of my family. Right, but we—I would love to see a resurrection of some mass marches of our side going down the streets of the big cities in this yeah. country.
1: Well, but it's the problem is, it's like you just said, conservatives are too busy out there instead of demanding that, like, Black Lives Matter, that some, some other person, you know, will them their home or give them their home. No, we're out right. there running businesses, taking care of family, assuming our personal and individual responsibility and owning our lives and, and and accepting accountability for our lives versus sitting around from a place of greed and envy and sense of victimhood demanding that somebody just give it to us for free Bob Walters yeah. thank you so we much don't, for we don't being... have that
3: mob mentality no
1: we don't we don't <laughs> alright well thank you so much have a wonderful weekend my friend you too alright now stay tuned we got a little Friday fun day here of the week and stink of the week on the way back
0: be sure to follow Andrea K on Twitter at Andrea K Show and follow her on Facebook and like her fan page at Andrea K Kay. spelled K-A-Y-E
2: News, politics, and current events. It's the Andrea K. Show on the Answer San Diego.
1: Welcome back to tonight's Andrea K. Show. It is Friday Fun Day. My man Tater Skins has some ideas for y'all this weekend. What's up, my friend?
2: uh There's a lot going on, actually, Andrea. We got a big one, which I'm going to talk about in just a second. But something I hadn't realized—I'm actually kind of bummed. I'm a huge movie guy. I I'm waiting with bated breath for theaters to reopen, but my son just told me that the drive-in right now here in San Diego, two locations in Santee and South Bay, opens seven days a week. So we're actually going to go check that out this weekend. going to go see oh, a cool. uh, double feature of a couple of older movies so people can do that.
1: Oh, awesome. Um, now, uh, there's two or how many? How there's many? two of
2: them. There's one there's in the two. Santee area and there's okay. one in the Imperial Beach area, and both usually provide a double feature.
1: Okay, well that's cool. You know, even though just, they're older
2: movies, but at least you kind of you you still get the movie experience, and it's a little bit more you know intimate. You can go with your family; it's great. And you
1: could take food, whatever, all your food and snacks or whatever you like, and you don't have to. You know, the good thing about that is that you know you don't have to deal with loud people next to you or in front of you. And, exactly. You know, it's kind of cool. It's old school. A great idea. That's a great. What yeah, movies? So we're doing are, that
2: tomorrow. What's your, What's the um, double feature? What do you we're probably going to go see. There's this horror movie that, that okay. that's out. We're big into horror movies. Uh, I think it's called the. Uh, it's not the sh- not the shack. It's called uh, I'll, have to, I'll have to look it up, but it's, it's a horror scary flick.
1: All okay, right, cool. All right. What else you got?
2: And the big thing that we actually just got here on the Andrea K show moments ago is the President Trump boat parade. And you can check it out. It's tomorrow at noon. This is actually pretty exciting. Uh, I, you know, patriotic boats with flags and Trump written on the side. And this is something that people can go check out, especially it's kind of a cool summer thing to do when we are in June.
1: Yeah, I think I might go check that out. If you're listening and you got a boat and you want to invite me on, let me know. <laughs> but otherwise, I think you can just go down and just at least wave at the boats and just participate. Wave at the boats.
2: They say anybody that's able to head down to the bay is able to participate. Um, so, you know, they say the shoreline's the best spot for viewing. And, you know, it's the Point Loma bait docks all the way down to the Coronado Bridge.
1: Ooh, cool. You know, we were just talking with Bob about how we need to get out there. We need to be protesting. We need to be showing support. And this is a great way to do it. That's a great
2: patriotic thing to do.
1: Absolutely. Uh, Any other ideas?
2: Uh, The movie one for me is big because I thought movies were shut down altogether. To see that the drive-in is open, I think, is phenomenal. We can kind of at least kind of get our feet wet with being able to, you know, get some entertainment in our lives. Still waiting for the sports announcements to come down. I know you don't like baseball, but they're still trying to work out a baseball season. So hopefully we get a half a season and the Padres can work some magic.
1: Oh, well, okay. Okay. Well,
2: I'm a Dodgers fan.
1: Okay, I you know baseball just ain't my jam. It never has been. But I but you know what? Uh, maybe at some point, you know when when baseball returns, I might turn to it because I will never watch another NFL I'll game. I'll root
2: for your football team if you root for the well, Dodgers.
1: Well, I don't know because I'm hearing word that LSU has become uh, corrupted with this Black Lives really? Matter movement, and I saw a tweet that oh everybody's registered to vote, and I was like, just play football. This is what I'm saying about the Not left. Difficult. Stop. It's, we don't do this as conservatives. We don't try to politicize every aspect of life. We We don't want to. No, we don't want to. We actually like going to a movie and being entertained and not sitting there going, oh, gee, this movie made... Redheads look stupid. We've got we've got a ban every movie now that made redhead redheads look dumb.
2: You know, I'm redhead and I'm Irish and every time they poke fun at Irish or redheads I it's it's called sense of humor people I laugh at it.
1: Well, yeah. And you know, it's like where does this end? You know, every every um Movie shows somebody you don't you can't you can't have a movie out there or a TV show that doesn't or or situation comedy that doesn't make some person look stupid or dumb or evil or whatever. I mean, we, we the left has destroyed so much of our life. They we don't have comedy anymore. No, nobody has a sense of humor. Comics can't make a joke. Um, you we're, were completely unforgiving. George Floyd can be forgiven for holding a gun to a, to a pregnant woman's belly and get a state seven state funerals. Um, but Which most if, people ignore, yeah. Uh, that he can be forgiven for. But if you're somebody that ever said anything that the liberals don't like 25 years ago and they find out, you're going to be destroyed. So we, they've taken forgiveness off the table as well. What do you
2: got for Hero and Stink of the Week, Andrea? Since um, we're running out of time.
1: My Stink of the Week is the military people that are currently under the chain of command that have committed acts of insubordination, which I consider to be subversive.
2: That's a good one. Mine is Chaz.
1: Yeah. Uh, my Hero of the Week is Tucker Carlson for risking his show and his livelihood and refusing to stand down. Your hero?
2: My hero, uh, pretty spot on for me, Tom Del Beccaro, who is launching the recall of Gavin Newsom. And you can check that out at recallgavin2020.com.
1: All right. And you guys have a wonderful weekend. We love you. Stay safe. See you all Monday, 6 p.m. Pacific time. Peace out.
2: Peace out.